What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 178 in the ha. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. What's really good? All that good shit, man. How y'all doing out there? Y'all all right? Y'all all right? Y'all good? Good. I'm just chilling. It be snowing up in here on this fucking winter day up in New England. Get <laughs> we just chilling, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. I'm tired as fuck. Tired as shit, man. But yeah, I've been fucking cranking out new content for the podcast this week. Doing shows. We got shows lined up in the bag, in the can, ready to go. I did. I dropped my interview with class last Thursday. Go peep that shit if you haven't checked that shit out. And, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of good feedback on the interview with class and expect more interviews. We, we, we're going to start doing interviews here at Beneath the Dirt. Got a lot of good feedback on that one. I appreciate all the love. Shout out to class for doing the interview last week. Go peep his new album. This is Revenge, which is out right now. Let's get right into it. Fuck it. Class's new album, This Is Revenge, finally hit digital. It hit digital a few hours after I had recorded the episode last week. And I just didn't want to go back and re-record. I said, fuck it, we'll save it for next week. I've been bumping the album for about a week and a half now. So I've had plenty of time to listen to this, gain some thoughts. More than just a couple days of bumping the shit. And like I said, like I said with in the interview with Class, this is his best album yet. You know, it could be debatable. It all depends if you you know how long you've been listening. You know, whatever. It's you know just like anything, music is uh, subjective. But uh, my favorite album from Class probably so far, this is Revenge. Nineteen tracks, hour fifteen minutes. It's a long ass album, but it doesn't feel like a long album. Like when I saw the track list and the time for it, I was like, this is a long album. And this this is the digital version, the physical version. You know, the CD comes with 20 songs. There's a bonus song on there called Stone Cold. So it's coming in, you know, close to an hour, 20 minutes with that, with the hard copy version. So it's a long album, but it doesn't feel like a long album, if that makes any sense. This is some of class's best shit without a doubt. Production wise, the mix on this shit sounds really good. He has a bunch of features on here, but some of the solo tracks really do stand out. He comes out fucking hard as fuck in the opening track, swear to God. I think that was one of the ones, it was previously released on one of the articles before the full-length album came out, but Swear to God is fucking fire, man. He just comes out swinging with that shit. My favorite song on this, like I said in the interview with Class, is probably Feast. That beat, the way he does his thing over that beat is just so good, so dope. I love that shit, man. Feast is a fire song. Solo Class, no features on there. Just him just killing it. 
over that production. A couple of other solo songs. Like I said, I said all this shit in the interview. But Legendary is fire. Crowns is fire. Smoke is fire. I, I just, I love this project from Class. He got really good features on here, too. Buckshot, Rapper Red on Burn It Down. They both killed the feature. Red especially murdered that hook. I love that hook from Red. Absolutely killed it. He got one ton. And JP the Hustler on Outlaw. One ton kills his verse on there. Boondocks and Cage on Dichotomy. Like, I never thought I would hear Cage and Boondocks on the same song together. But they absolutely kill it. And then, of course, Devil May Cry with ROC and Kung Fu Vampire. I've been... Hyping that track up since I first heard it. I love that song. But just in general, front to back, banger. There are two songs that I skip on the album. I skip Time Bomb and I skip The Sinner's Wind. Those are the only two songs I skip on this album. Every other track on here is fucking fire. And I think the only reason why I skip Time Bomb and Sinner's Wind is... You know, there's a real heavy rock slash metal influence on this album. And I I like most of it on this album. But those two songs right there, you know, if you know me, you know my metal rock music and my taste for it. It doesn't make any sense. But I just, I like, I like some shit. I don't like some shit. Those two songs, I do skip, but the rest of the album is so good. All the features come correct on here. And Class absolutely killed it. It was definitely worth the wait from F, uh, F Me F You, which dropped, what, three years ago? Some shit like that. And, uh, yeah. Go peep out. This is Revenge from Class. It's definitely a, definitely a solid body of work. Go peep the interview. If you don't know anything about Class... Go peep the interview. We talk a lot. Talk a lot in that interview about his past working with Mission In Fact, working with Gruesome. Uh, just a whole bunch of shit, man. whole bunch of shit. We, he addresses the, the line about Ouija Mac on the album. Go peep it. The interview is fucking dope. You know, of course, I mean, of course, I'm going to say that, but I have been getting a lot of love on the interview. And again, Definitely expect more interviews on Beneath the Dirt. We're just, we're just going to do it. Fuck it. I said for the longest time we ain't going to do it, but we going to do it. I appreciate all the feedback that I got on social medias. You know, I asked who people wanted me to interview, and I got a bunch of feedback. So, you know, we'll see what we can make happen and all that good shit. So, yeah. Peep the shit, you know, we were, we're, we are up to two podcasts a week. We've been doing it uh, pretty close to a month now. So yeah, we've, we're knocking those out. I got a couple more in the bag already. I got another interview scheduled as well. So yeah, man, we, we're, we're doing it, man. We're doing it. And, uh, Couldn't do it without everybody's support. Couldn't do it without everybody's support. I appreciate everybody's support. And uh, feedback and all that shit, man. It's always, 
you know, super appreciated and all that good shit, man. So go peep that new class album. This is revenge because it's fucking dope. It's really good. And if you fucked with, you know, uh, Underground Avengers or anything like that, but you never checked out solo work, this is where you jump in. This is revenge. This is where you jump in and just do it. I don't know what else to say, but just fucking do it. All right. So that would be my favorite release this week from class. Without a doubt. My favorite release this week. We did get the new single from Mr. Hyde. Gmo Ski, Filthy Beast. We talked about it last week. It did drop this week. And this song is fire. And I got to say, man, I got to admit, I be liking me some Gmo shit a lot more lately. I be liking me some Gmo a lot more lately. I know I've said in the past, not the biggest fan, whatnot. Never dismissed his skill or anything like that. But I don't know. The singles that I've been hearing lately from Gmo, going back, listening to the Filth, filth Element, my filthy spirit bomb. I still haven't checked out Charlie and the Filth Factory. But uh yeah, man. I've been I've been digging me some more Gmo lately than I have previously in the past. And this single with Mr. Hyde, Filthy Beast, is dope. Just that grimy in your face shit. Just <clears throat> these dudes just going hard as fuck on this track. I don't know who produced the beat. But I dig me the single without a doubt. Gmo and Hyde kill the shit. Go peep it if you haven't checked it out yet. Shout out to fucking Gmo and Hyde for killing it. On that single. Another project that dropped this week. Gruesome is back with another EP exclusively. What appears to be only on his Bandcamp page. I'm actually going to go up on Apple Music real quick and just double check. And the verdict is, is not on Apple Music. So I think it's exclusively on his Bandcamp page, but he dropped the Love EP, spelled backwards, E-V-O-L, evil, I guess. But this is like the, the, val- the Fuck You Valentine's EP right here, if you will. And he, uh, I think it's four tracks up on his Bandcamp page. <laughs> I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. But I fucks with Gruesome pretty heavy. And I definitely wanted to talk about it on this week's show. Physical copies are available. You know, I could have opted in for the digital version and listened to it. But I'm waiting for the hard copy version to come in. It is actually five songs. What appears to be no features on here listed so yeah we got another new gruesome project he just dropped that spazzin record new year's eve i believe and i've been bumping that since that shit dropped it was just basically a collection of singles that he had released over the past couple years put it together on one project and i've been bumping the shit out of it it's really dope can't wait to bump this love project the evil project if you will from gruesome, just waiting for it. You know, I could stream it through the Bandcamp app, but it's 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 a pain in the ass. I've tried doing it before, it just doesn't fucking work that well. But you can get the digital. The digital album is seven bucks, or you can cop the hard copy for like ten. 
And yeah, new gruesome. I'm still. I know he was saying that there's going to be a new album that dropped this month. I don't know if this is it. This is the EP. I don't know if there's still an album coming or not. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. But I'm hyped for it regardless. I'm always hyped for new gruesome. And I can't wait to fucking actually dive into this EP from him. But yeah, that's a little bit of the new music that dropped this week. But we got a little bit more news from ICP. Juggalo Weekend is going down this weekend, this upcoming weekend. It is going the fuck down. And they announced that Ouija Mac will be opening up for the Big Hair Hard Rock Heavy Metal Headbang Friday, February 18th, which is doubling as the fourth Ultra Live Monster 5 and also performing is Ghost sorry, Roadside Ghost who also made an appearance on Yum Yum Bedlam. They will be performing at the Big Hair Hard Rock Heavy Metal Headbang February 18th going down Juggle a Weekend. That'd be day one Juggle a Weekend. I'm not surprised to see Ouija Mac added to the show. He was added to ICP's Old School Heat Going down Saturday night. So definitely not surprised to see Ouija Mac, but it is dope. Maybe he'll p- pull out two different performances, two different sets. I don't know. Haven't seen him tease that. That's purely speculation on my part. So we'll just have to wait and see. And everybody that is attending Juggle a Weekend, be safe. Get there safe. Party safe. Get home safe. And, but more importantly, have fun. Because it, you know, it's an ICP show. How could it not be fun? And then there is the official after party going down. Juggle a weekend Friday, February 18th. The official Juggle a weekend after party with Odd Squad Family and Whitney Payton. Very limited tickets available. So yeah, that's going down. You get to see the Odd Squad fam and Whitney Payton perform at the official after party that is going down for Juggalo Weekend. And that sounds pretty fucking fresh, man. You know, it's just going to be a weekend-long Juggalo party. As it fucking should be. And you know, we've been speculating here on the show. Will Wicked Vic the Weed be released? On time, February 17th is the official release date for Wicked Vic the Weed. At least that's what it said in the Yum Yum Bedlam booklet. ICP did it ad- did address it on one of their streams last week, but they sent out the official flyer for it on their social media pages uh, later la- you know, later in the week last week. February 17th. Wicked Vic, the weed, will be available. Hard copies will be available at Juggle a Weekend. It doesn't sound like it's going to be exclusive to Juggle a Weekend, so it'll probably hit the Psychopathic merch store at some point. Um, But yeah, Wicked Vic, the weed. I don't know if this is the cover or not, but regardless, the artwork is fire. It looks like some Tom Wood shit. almost said Tom Dub, but... (laughs) Looks like some Tom Wood artwork right here. I love the, you know, the entrance. You got like the little entrance way says ICP. You got the three seeds up at the top. It's looking fucking dope, man. 
And, you know, it's actually going to be released on time. I think this is the first project from ICP that we are getting on time without a delay in fucking quite some time. Maybe ever. Maybe, maybe ever. I don't know, but fingers crossed this Thursday, open up Apple Music and it's there, sitting there digitally, ready to bump. And hard copies, they're saying, will be available at Juggalo Weekend. So that's fucking fresh, man. That the shit is going to be released on time, you know? They're not touring. They are doing the ICP network on Twitch. So they are staying busy, but not busy enough. Like, if they were touring, they'd be, you know, on the road and just not home. Able to work on music, which is something that they said that they would be able to do. And uh, I'm hyped for it, man. I'm always hyped for new music. But I do got to say, Wicked Vic the Weed, I'm going into it with no expectations. Really, no expectations or very little, low hopes, anything like that. I just wasn't a fan of Yum Yum. Didn't like Yum Yum's lore. I did really enjoy the House Party Peep Show EP. There was, I think, one, maybe two songs out of the six that were, I wasn't really feeling, but the rest were dope. But they, ICP just, you know, they just missed me with Yum Yum Bedlam. Like, just, it was a miss. And I don't know. I don't know what to expect with the EPs. But if there's one thing I do know about ICP is expect the unexpected. You had the Marvelous Missing Link era. Lost, Found, and Outtakes weren't it, but then they dropped the Phantom EP, and that shit was fire. Like, that was the best shit that they released from that era, and it was one of the, you know, it was the EP for that era. So, fingers crossed that these EPs are going to be fucking dope. And we're just, you know, Thursday, we will find out if it is dope or not. So, yeah, we got that shit on time, and then... I found this while browsing the social media pages. I believe I found this in the Psychopathic Museum. Someone posted this screenshot. It was a clip of when Shaggy made his appearance on Steve-O's Wild Ride, I believe is the name of his podcast. And they talked about the Fred Durst incident and how Shaggy said, you know, that it was stale of him to do that, wish he didn't do it. And hopes that there's no hard feelings at all between ICP, Fred Durst, or Shaggy and Fred Durst. And Fred Durst, the verified account, you see the little check mark right there, commented on the uh, video saying no hard feelings at all. So there's that. No hard feelings on Fred Durst's, on, you know, on behalf of Fred Durst concerning Shaggy's failed attempt at drop kicking him at uh, some fucking festival that ICP and Limp Bizkit were performing at a few years ago. I remember when that shit happened. That shit was crazy as fuck, funny as shit, and just random as hell. You know, Shaggy getting uh, grabbed by the fucking the bouncer or whatever, the security for Limp Bizkit. As he was going to drop kick him, Fred Durst screaming into the microphone and shit. So that's dope to see, you know. I was thinking before the show, I was like, now we can all get that 
ICP Limp Biscuit collaboration that we've always wanted, you know, kind of half joking, but then remembering that Fred Durst was on ICP's Smothered, Covered, and Chunked CD where they covered, I want to say Jump Around. I want to say Jump Around. And Fred Durst was on that shit, so yeah, they've already collaborated on some shit, but you know, maybe they'll again uh, collaborate again at some point. Who the fuck knows? Limp Bizkit did drop an album a few months ago. Their first new album in uh, quite some time, I believe. But yeah, no hard feelings from Fred Durst for Shaggy's failed attempt at dropkicking him. You know, that shit was funny. And, you know, it, it got me thinking about the Steve-O podcast that Shaggy did. I did say I was going to listen to it. I did listen to it, and I forgot to talk about it that following week. But the only reason why I really even forgot to talk about it is because not much was even really said. You know, there was some funny shit on there. You know, whatever. It was just it was just them two shooting the shit. A lot of the same shit that we've heard a million times before. But that's the kind of shit that we get anytime ICP does an interview with, you know, people who aren't in this juggalo world. Like, you know, Steve-O might be in the juggalo world now, but he ain't in it. You know, he ain't a fucking diehard or anything like that. So, but it was, it was still a fun watch, fun listen, even though I, I, I'm not the biggest Steve-O fan, but yeah. That clip just reminded me that I did watch it, and I don't think that I talked about it on the podcast. And if I did, apologize. I apologize because I just, I don't fucking, I don't remember. I don't fucking remember, man. But I hope you accept my apology. Shaggy Too Dope. Because Shaggy Too Dope did not accept Monoxide's apology. That's right. Last week, the big news was fucking Monoxide on his live stream apologizing to the Juggalos for not doing the march. Now, I say Shaggy not accepting Monoxide's apology. Monoxide didn't apologize to Shaggy or ICP. He apologized to the Juggalos. And I even said last week, like, hey, these guys, there's a chance, a good chance these guys still don't fucking like each other. You know? They haven't liked each other for a while. And yeah, this just kind of confirms it. You know, Shaggy and the Creep Show, the Palcast, of course, there were people tossing a little bit of money, asking what they thought, what Shaggy thought about Monoxide's apology to the Juggalos. And he was just like, eh, eh. Like, kind of shrugging, like, what the fuck do you want from me? He did the. The little violin thing. How the fuck do you play a violin? I don't even know how you play a violin. But he was doing that. (laughs) And that is exact. Pretty much. I I wouldn't say exactly. But that's. I thought we had a better chance getting that kind of reaction. Than any other kind of reaction. So I'm not surprised. I'm not mad about it. It just is what it is man. These guys don't fucking like each other. And Monoxide apologized to the Juggalos. He didn't apologize to ICP. So. It's it's still fucking unfortunate, man. At some point, hopefully someday, 
shit can be, I'd say cordial, but it kind of is. Nobody's really slinging shit at this point. Haven't heard any. Actually, that's fucking false. That's false. I mean, what the fuck am I talking about? The booklet of Yum Yum, Fuck Off and Die, and then the video for the song. I don't even know what the fucking song was, but yeah, it hasn't been cordial. Fuck am I talking about? Hopefully, though, one day it can be cordial, and, you know, we just have to fucking wait and see, man. Hopefully, time heals all, but eh, I don't know, man. I just don't fucking know. And again, I'm not surprised by Shaggy's response because Monoxide didn't apologize to ICP. I'm sure ICP wants some sort of apology. I'm sure fucking Twisted wants some sort of apology for ICP because they they obviously left the label for a reason. And, you know, they probably felt like they've been done wrong as well. But, I mean, shit, they left the label label almost 10 fucking years ago. 10 fucking years ago. We still talking about that shit. Granted, the split and all that shit is newer news, you know, five, five years, going on five years now. Five years ago this month, Dark Lotus was supposed to perform at Juggalo Weekend and it didn't go down because ICP said, fuck that. We ain't cool with these motherfuckers, and we're going to do an hour-long interview on Fago Lovers to talk about it. <laughs> and that's what the fuck they did. And they don't give no fucks, just like the song on fucking Bizarre. You could have went out and got a job, but nope, you bought Bizarre. Yeah. That's my ICP news. Apology not accepted, even though it wasn't an apology to him. It just it just is what it is, man. This is the fucking day and age that we live in. If you if you are one of the few that play both sides, or just keep it, you don't let the bullshit bother you like me, and you listen to both sides, it's unfortunate. For the people who do take sides, I'm sure you fucking, you're bathing in it and you're loving it or you're hating it. What the fuck ever. I don't give a shit. But what I do give a shit about is the shit ending, you know, the the negativity ending at some point. You know, we can, we can only, we can only hope, right? But let's keep it fucking going. Let's keep the fucking news going. Psychopathic related news. DJ Clay and Misery are set to fucking hit the road early next month for the Juggalo Jump Off New England mini tour. Now, I've been saying I need my wicked shit fixed. And this may be it. I've never seen Misery live. I have seen DJ Clay perform live opening up for... ICP being ICP's DJ and shit like that. But yeah, they are hitting the road early March for a little mini tour. And uh, yeah, I might hit that shit up. I might hit up one of those dates. Which date? I don't know. 
I don't know because the Worcester shows on a Sunday, which kind of sucks because I got to go to work. But then the other shows are like an hour away, but which ain't too fucking bad. But I'll probably hit up. Maybe I'm. I won't say probably. I'm. I maybe hit up one of those shows. Like I said, I ain't never seen Misery live. It's been a minute since I've seen Clay live, and uh, yeah, I just like I said, I've been needing that fucking been needing that scratch itch for the wicked shit live in concert even though misery's not really wicked shit and dj clay ain't even really that wicked shit but they are related or associated with the wicked shit so i might gotta peep that shit out and then fucking abk man he dropped a couple pieces of news been a minute since we heard from ABK, I think the last time we heard from ABK was Eastside Ninjas, maybe. I know he's doing the shows with Twisted. But we got a little bit of news from ABK. Remember the album that he said he was going to drop? I don't know. Three years ago at this point. Always bringing knowledge. Well, he dropped a little image for it saying always bringing knowledge coming soon no release date just a coming soon i believe it was three years ago maybe two years ago but at one point he said he was going to drop three albums in one year they were all you know he was just going to do it get it done he said he was going to drop tampon juice which did come out which i'm going to look up on apple music now uh but he said he was going to drop Tampon juice, always bringing knowledge, and then finally, finally give us the Shapeshifter album, which still hasn't happened. It was 2019, three years ago, the album came out. The album came out uh, July 26, 2019. So yeah, three years ago, he said we were going to get tampon juice. Always bringing knowledge and the Shapeshifter album. You know, he was saying now that he's basically, he can, he could just work with all the original producers who are working on Shapeshifter and get that shit out. I think uh, Shapeshifter at this point is his detox and that shit ain't never coming out, but new ABK is always fucking good. Because it's new ABK, new ABK. I'm not saying the music will be good, but it's good to see him fucking staying busy and putting shit out. So always bringing knowledge, you know, a play on the ABK acronym coming soon from ABK. I'm hyped. I'll always be hyped, you know, for ABK. Wasn't the biggest fan of tampon juice, but hey, you can't fucking win them all. And it just is what it is. And then ABK also announced. Actually, never mind. This show went down three days ago. So, yeah. ABK did a show on Friday. <laughs> it was a Valentine's Day show. But <laughs> we got the new album announcement. Always bringing knowledge. Finally going to be coming out three years after the announcement. And I'm here for it. I'm always here for new ABK. Always here for it. 
So yeah. ABK, speaking of Twisted, we just talked about him performing with Twisted. Twisted announced that at Astronomicon 5, on site at Astronomicon 5 this year, Saturday, April 23rd, the Electric Lettuce Show, Twisted, Blaze Your Dare Homie, a la Zuli Lou, $30 general public tickets available at Astronomicon.com. Free to attend for all Astronomicon VIPs. So there you go. If you are an Astronomicon VIP, you get to go for free. And if you just want to go check out that show, $30 holla for you for Twisted's Electric Lettuce Show. You know, their 420 show this year, I guess they should be billing it as. Because they usually got the 420. Or maybe they'll actually have a show on 420 that they haven't announced yet a couple days before Astronomicon, but I don't know, man. You can uh, guarantee that they'll be playing Hydro. Bags. So high. Trying to think of other weed songs Twisted did. Smoke Break. Fucking... I don't know. I know they got other weed songs, but yeah. They'll be playing, you know, all the classics. Classic weed songs, if you will. April 23rd at Astronomicon 5. So there's that. Let's get into some strange music news a little bit. King Iso charting on Billboard. Shout out to King Iso for charting number 61 on the top Billboard charts for his album, Get Well Soon. Very fucking dope, fresh, and well-deserved because Get Well Soon from King Iso Still getting plays from me, and it's been out. I mean, it's only been out, what, a month, but such a good album from King Iso. And he absolutely fucking killed it on that album, man. So King Iso charting on Billboard with his new album is very dope. Glad to see the people came out, showed out, and gave support for the album because he... He put a lot of pain into that album. Straight the fuck up. Put a lot of pain into that. And it's such a good listen, man. If you I if you haven't heard King ISO's album, new album yet, you gotta go bump that. You gotta just do it, man, because it's so good. So good. And like I'm looking forward to hearing what this dude in the future. Like, I'm just a fan now of this guy. So shout out to King ISO for that. And then keeping it strange music related, X-rated. Who was on King Iso's album. He was also on Tech 9s album. Posted a picture of him. In the Strangeland studios. Saying the, ma- the music sounds as good as making it looks. And then we had a couple emojis right there. Uh, with the snake and bat little uh, text. If you will. And is X rated. Is X-rated strange music at this point? X-rated is a relatively recently freed man. That dude did a long-ass time in prison for a murder charge. And he's out. He's been out for a couple years now. He's fucking with strange music heavy. Like I said, he was on Tech 9s album. He's on ISO's album. 
Now he's posting pictures of him in the Strange Land Studios. We'll just have to wait and see. Like, this dude's an old school West Coast vet. And it'll be interesting to see, man. It'll be interesting to see if uh, he puts out an album through Strange Music or the sub label. It goes up entertainment. Can't forget about it goes up. It seemed like that came and went pretty quick. Like Saigon signed to it goes up. Jelly Roll signed to it goes up. It's like we heard the announcements. They dropped like one album and that was about it. Maybe it was only one album deals. Maybe that's the structure or it's just kind of like, hey, if you need our services, we'll provide them to, to you as long as you need them type shit. And you don't necessarily sign a contract. I don't know. But I mean, Tech Nine, he remember when he went back and signed Brother Lynch Hung to Strange Music. And Brother Lynch has been around f- for a long time, you know, putting out classic albums, Loaded, 24 Deep, Season of the Sickness. So, you know, we'll see if X rated. Another West Coast vet, much like Brother Lynch was, or is, will sign to Strange Music. You know, very curious to see that shit go down. If it goes down at all. So yeah, we got a couple more new music releases that dropped this week. First up, Jaron Benton. He dropped uh, a new song. It's been a little bit since we got a single from Jaron Benton, but he dropped Buenos Buenas Noches. I made the joke last week because I was watching ICP's stream and Manny was reading like the donations and shit and he was like struggling to read. And I made the joke like that's how I feel when I have to read shit on the show. No fucking joke. Anytime I have to read a tweet, or anything, or fucking song title, just anything, read anything, I start sweating. I start sweating heavy. Get all scared and shit, like, don't fuck this up, and then I fuck it up. Pretty much every t- every time. But it's all good, man. Shout out, to, shout out to all the out loud readers out there that struggle with that shit. I feel your pain. I know your pain. It's not fun. But someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. And I do it all the time. And it's unfortunate. <laughs> all right. But Jaron Benton's new single, Buenas Noches, is out now. It's it's good. It's you know not one of my favorite singles that he's dropped in the last couple of years. But, I mean, it's Jaron Benton rapping his ass off, doing his fucking thing. He produced it himself. I like when Jaron Benton, Jaron Benton does give producer credits. If somebody else produces it, he gives him credits. If he produces it, he gives himself credits. And that's what the fuck is up, man. If you drop a single, I've I've gone on many a tangent where artists release a single and don't say who produced the song. Who made the beat, bruh? Just tell us who made the beat. Because sometimes the beat be the best part of the song and you ain't giving the proper credits. 
but we ain't going to go on another rant. I'll just leave it at that. But New Jaren Benton, Buenas Noches, out now. Salty Brazi, Suburban Noise, signee. He signed last year. He dropped a new single called Negative. That is out on iTunes, Spotify, all that shit right now. Kaleidoscope Kid, another Suburban Noise signee. He dropped Watermelon Kisses on all DSPs as well. He has a new album coming. I'm going to see if I can look that shit up uh, real quick. But Suburban Noise, staying busy, man. And it's dope to see that Suburban Noise, staying busy with all that shit. We talked about the teasers that they had you know, of the upcoming releases, the kaleidoscope kid, he got a self-titled EP coming out March 11th, next month, three eleven day new kaleidoscope kid EP is coming out. So go peep that shit. And again, all new songs that I talk about are up on the weekly bumps playlist. We got two class songs on there this week. We got the GMO song, we got Kaleidoscope Kids, Salty Brazi. We got Puya on there. Who else is on the playlist this week? We got the Paul Wall Terminology song, which is fucking fire. I threw some Snoop Dogg on there because he bought Death Row. He dropped his new album back on Death Row, which is on um, out now. So go bump the Weekly Bumps playlist. Link is in the description. Links are also at BeneathDirt.com. And yeah, go bump the fucking weekly bumps playlist. I don't know what else to say because, and we're we're nearing a hundred followers on that shit. We're up to like seventy eight followers on Spotify on the playlist. It's a grind doing that playlist every week, and you know we we just keep getting a little bit closer to that hundred mark every fucking week. And then the last little bit of news I wanted to talk about was Choir Boy Dank showed the image for his new album, The Road to Demon City. This is the cover art right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. I will post it up on my social medias at some point if I haven't already done so yet. But The Road to Demon City from Choir Boy Dank is coming soon, you know, formerly of Swagtooth. Swagtooth was Choir Boy Dank and Ouija Mac. Choir Boy Dank hasn't been as productive releasing music as Ouija Mac has since the you know they stopped doing music together. But I'm looking forward to it. I fucks with Choir Boy Dank, and the Road to Demon City is coming soon. So yeah, much fucking love. And as I was recording the show, we got a donation in. From Scott Matthews, and I want to send a big fucking shout out to Scott Matthews for another donation. This week, I appreciate the love. I just got the email notification a few minutes ago. So much fucking love, Scott Matthews, for sending in another donation. Much fucking love. Super appreciated. Thank you very much. And that's going to wrap it up for me this week. Thank you for tuning in again. Go peep that class interview if you haven't already. The Thursday podcasts are here. We're dropping every Monday and Thursday now. Thank you for everybody for all the support. 
all that good shit. Much fucking love. And until next time, I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.